It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, week three of the high school football season right here on the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. And through two weeks, I'm still utterly confused, hoping for a little more clarification Feeling a little vindicated, uh, too, today, Brady, because I was talking with a, a couple of coaches this week uh, mm-hmm. as we were out getting pregame interviews and, and things like that, uh, and everybody's kind of in the same boat. They really haven't figured everything out yet. They really don't know what the teams around them really are, and and it's kind of unusual to be getting ready for week three games and still not quite understand where you fit in. Well, we did know this was kind of a possibility before the season. I mean, we said uh, in our season preview extravaganza that St. Clair and Marysville could both be one and two, and we don't really know if they're a good or a bad team. Like, playing Northern and Marine City in the first three weeks is tough. Playing Roseville and Marine City in the first three weeks is tough. Now, could they surprise us and win the game and then we have a much better idea what both those teams are? Yeah. Port here on Northern. They, they go and they dominate Marysville week one and then their defense dominates in week two, but they were a holding call away from dropping a game to East Point. They didn't score a touchdown. So their offensive, offensively have been Jekyll and Hyde the first couple weeks. Cross-Lex has been, uh, we've been waiting for the fireworks from them. Yeah, there's a lot we don't know. I think what we do know is... Marine City and Ubley are pretty damn good. Yeah, uh, and and the other part of this, and we'll get more into it, uh, is uh, the the whole BWAC. I still haven't quite figured out who everybody is yet, and how good some teams are, how okay some teams are, and how bad some teams are. It, it it's been it's been a, a a tough first two weeks to decipher, hoping. When we see games like uh, North Branch, uh, Armada, and um, Elmont, uh, Imlay City, that we get a little bit of the answers we're looking for. Anyways, stalled long enough. Take a break. We'll come back. We'll get right into it. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet... Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 
800-800-7700 for all your real estate needs. O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. And uh, we'll begin, uh, I guess, where we always begin, and that's in the Macomb Area Conference. Um, Let's start in the silver because, obviously, the game that normally draws all the attention this week is Marysville Marine City. Mm -hmm. But we kind of go in with trepidations and yet 
I don't know. Like, I, I know you feel like uh, Marysville can make a game of this. Yeah. And I'm kind we, of like, like five we, minutes ago, I'm, I'm in with that theory, and then five minutes later, I'm not, and then I'm back in with it. Yeah. By the way, did you realize that the Max Silver in their first two weeks of non-conference went 9-3? and three? Oh, yeah, yeah. Clintondale was the only team that didn't win a game, and Marysville went 1-1. One one. Madison, Fitz, Marine City, and Hazel Park all went 2-0. and Hazel Park got a forfeit win, but still. But they had a shutout in their other game. Yeah, it was, it was against Lincoln, but that's, I mean, that says something. And then Clintondale was the only team with a negative point differential. Like, Hazel Park 31-0 in their two games. Marine City 90-18. Fitz 126-54. And Madison 89-6. So, it's uh, Silver might be better than we thought, but yeah, Marine City, Marysville, I don't know. Like, I don't have a reason for this because everything I look at and, and seeing Marine City play and you saw Marysville and, yeah, center lines, they're not as good. They're a bronze team. They're a middling bronze team, and Marysville should do that. And they, they struggled against Northern, and Marine City's just – Damn good as always. I just have a feeling, not that Marysville's going to pull it, pull off the upset, but it might be a little closer than maybe some uh, orange and black fans are thinking. Like, I don't know. And, and the one thing I do like, and it's uh, just when you when you talk to Coach Derek Myers, that he's trying to strip away that mystique of Marine City. And that's something that I buy into a lot is sometimes teams get it in your own head. You, you get intimidated by the brand, and Marine City is a brand. And that's really the only team in the area that consistently, I think you could say, has that, that brand that when you play them, you go, oh, no, we're playing them, and it's basically 7 nothing before you get on the field. Yeah, like because which Marysville shows up? Which Michael Sacucci do we get? The one that right. rushed for 27 yards against Northern or the one that went for 329 and well, five I don't think, touchdowns I don't think anyone's going to go for 300 yards against uh, Marine City. But he's going to have to rush for, like, at least 150 yards if they're going to have a chance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, it's going to take a lot, and it's going to be kind of the same pathway we said St. Clair would have had to take if they wanted to have a chance. Control the clock, don't turn the ball over, and – you know, the, the, one of the biggest things with Marine City, and I think this is a reason why they're very successful, especially offensively, the hidden yardage in special teams is huge. I know Marine City has a good offense, but it's hard for any offense to march down the field 75, 80 yards. Last year, Marysville, I don't think, hardly ever gave Marine City good field position. Evan Woodard last year did an amazing job with special teams to avoid uh, kick, kicks coming back, and, and they had to start deep in their own territory. Look what, they, look what Marine City did against St. Clair. First drive, they stop them on fourth and two, and they get the ball inside the, the St. Clair 40, and bing, bang, boom, seven nothing or eight nothing before you knew what hit you. Yeah, you know, um, you bring a good point. Like, we always talk about how Marine City doesn't wow you with their numbers, but they don't get big numbers because they start all their drives at their own 40 or closer right. to the other opponent's goal line. So that's going to be the big thing. Like That's a key if I'm uh, game planning for Marine City. My punter, my kicker, like I would say for Marysville last year, the MVP of that game was Evan Woodard because of everything he did. And the kicking game is going to be huge if Marysville wants to keep it. 
to keep it close. Because, again, Marine City, if you say, okay, they only have to get 40-some yards for a touchdown, hey, your defense can't make a lot of mistakes. Guess what? One gets out the gate a little bit from their own 15. You tackle them at the 35. You still have a lot of green behind you to defend. I just, with Marine City, it's like so hard. What, what do you do? You, you get Tigert and Tetler, I think last week, they were 185 and five touchdowns between the two of them. So who do you key on? You don't because key. That's the thing. You can't key on one guy. You have to be disciplined. And honestly, it sounds simple. Biggest thing is downing the football. Like, you can't miss tackles in open space. Tetler and Tiger are, and Rafino are very good at making guys miss, and then Wyatt Walker will run through you. Like, it's going to be tough to, to do that just because there's so many different ways. But and it, Heslop is a threat. I mean, yeah. they can put it up on you. If they need to throw it 25 times to win, they'll throw it 25 times to win. It's not, a, it's not like this, oh, ingenious game plan to stop Marine City because the wing tee at its core is a very simple offense to stop in theory. You man up guys defensively. All right, defensive end. Whoever the defensive end is for Marysville, you're on Heslop. He rolls out, you hit him. Don't care if he has the ball. If he's faking, you hit him. Guy coming up the middle, all right, D-line, D plug up the middle, line, middle linebacker, you got him. Outside linebackers, you key on the back guys and go. Like, that. You, that's all you have to do. It sounds simple, but it's really hard to do in practice. That's uh, why Marine City is so successful. And, and also because of the talent that Marine City throws uh, at you. And then we haven't even talked about their defense. They've given up three touchdowns in two games. That's it. Right. Well, no, because the one was a special teams touchdown. Yeah, so, I mean, they really – it's hard to find a weakness with this team. And here's the thing. The and I know they're biggest, all screaming poison, poison. Yeah, the biggest <laughs> you-know-what to game plan for Marine City is they will run a handful of plays out of 10,000 different formations. And, like, if for any, t any coach – that's listening to this that's had to write up scout cards for Marine City is agreeing with me because they're like, all right, well, they run this. Sometimes the tight end comes off the ball. Sometimes they'll put twins to the other side. They've only shown this formation three times, and they've only run one play out of it. But four years ago, they did this out of it. And that's the other thing is they just kind of confuse the, the other team's defense because there's so much to think about. They can't just play football. That's the big thing for Marysville is they have to be able to – they don't have to make superhuman plays, and that's something that gets lost when you play. You don't – like, okay, you don't have to have Mike Westrick get a pick six. Like, would that be awesome? Yes, but that's not going to do it. Down the ball in open space, just stay on your keys, and you'll have a fighting chance because Marine City, when they smell blood in the water, they do not let up. They attack the weak spot until the – clock hit zero yeah uh they they are sharks and they do smell the blood uh and uh they don't uh they don't generally uh let teams off the hook or give teams uh new life in a football uh, game but uh again uh the the silver is interesting i mean i really don't know how good madison is uh new haven and it, yeah, and I mean, it looks Shrine like Shrine is down. They've lost their first two games. Well, let's see what Hazel Park's defense is. They've only, they haven't given up a point in the one game they've played. But maybe Madison has an uptick. Maybe, maybe they got a few commits and uh, they got some players coming in. Yeah, you know, F Fitz, 
64 points and 62 points, and they'll probably be close to 60 this week playing Clintondale. And then they play Marine City, and then we'll see. Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to impress. The Lamphere one is interesting because Lamphere was good last year, and I'm not going to – I don't want them to be my, my disrespected team again, but it seems like, Dennis, me and you could put up 60-some points on Cousinelle. A- actually, this week um, you, you've got Hazel Park at Madison. Yeah, so that's some, a big Something's got to give there, and, and we'll see who's who. Yeah. So, all right, where do you want to go next? You want well, we'll, to we'll, we'll go into the Saint- gold here real quick and, and see what St. Clair is doing. Uh, they've got Roseville this week. This this is a tough game, um, and and then we'll we'll see after that. After that, the the schedule kind of opens up, and you think the Saints have uh, a, a chance to be the favorite in some of their games. I can't call them a favorite this week. The word that I'm getting is that Roseville is a lot like they were last year, and that uh, they've got guys back from last year's team who are actually bigger, stronger, and faster this year, if you can believe it. Yeah, like you look at some of their guys, like you just go on the D zone for Roseville's roster, like just clicking through some guys. Amari Snowden, he's a uh, cornerback wide receiver. He offers from Nebraska Central, Bowling Green, Syracuse, West Virginia, Notre Dame, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh. Like, okay, that's just one guy. And then you keep going down the list, and yeah, they, they have some talented talented guys i'm trying to find i know they have more it's just you have to click through every every one to actually get it but i i love their quarterback salters uh and they've got uh, a couple of just stud yeah. wide receivers terrell harry henry uh again wide receiver cornerback safety offers michigan central michigan youngstown state akron toledo penn state nebraska michigan state cincinnati syracuse buffalo kentucky howard west virginia pitt arkansas bowling green and he was the guy that ph focused on in their game last year he did catch a touchdown pass but he really wasn't a factor because they put shaka brown on him and for the whole game and that was shaka's draw a job don't let henry get loose yeah so it's gonna be uh you have a lot to contain with Roseville. They obviously have a lot of speed on the outside. Um, the quarterback you saw last year, he was incredible, wasn't he? Yeah, Salters. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's a tall task, but it's uh, yeah, it's a really big measuring stick game for St. Clair. So, yeah, but you look at it though, so. They start one and two. It's not the end of the world because then it's East Point, Gross Point, North, Cousin East Point might not be Tower. as easy as we thought they no, could I, be. I, I know. I know. Um, but, but I'm just saying, games at East China Stadium, you, you, you give the Saints a chance yeah. to win that football game. Gross Point North has kind of been down uh, in, in recent uh, seasons. Cousin just abysmal. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, you're from there. How do they not get some talent? It's not like they're a small school. It's not like K-Pac that struggles to have a program some years. No, but you know what? Going back to even when, when, when I grew up there in the 80s, they were okay, but. Right. Like there's, it, I don't know. Like I don't expect them to go eight and one every year, but three and six seems like something they should be able to do somewhat consistently. They have had some good teams, but, you know, they get hurt too. They're so close to everybody. They're, they're literally, it's five minutes to De La Salle. So if they want to poach a kid, nothing. 
They're they're uh, ten minutes to Warren Mott. Yeah, I mean they're fifteen minutes to Sterling Heights. I mean their best year in a while was 2016 they went eight and one their only loss was an eight point loss to Chippewa Valley and then they got brother rice in the first round and lost yeah like uh Roseville and Frazier too are 15 minute drives on the bus if that Mm -hmm. I mean so they're they're just so tight in and I haven't even mentioned you know tower is right down the street from them too I mean they're just kind of surrounded and and I don't know why they, they've struggled. I mean, according to this, football. they have 1,300 kids in their school. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a, it's an area where there's a lot going on and a lot of people, but I, I don't get it because they haven't been very good for a few years now. All right. Well, let's go to the uh, Port Huron area school district. And, well, I think let's start with the Port Huron high game because that's the la- least interesting game. Of the two? Yeah, I would um, agree. I, I, like, I'm expecting the Big Reds to have another game like they had with Tower. Yeah, I think this is a game where Moe's, Holler, Ashford, Troy, we're going to hear those names when we get the stats. And uh, Again, Sterling Heights is another team. It's like I remember when they were competing with Port Huron High for, for blue titles, and now they're kind of the doormat. Like yeah. a couple years ago in the gold, they had a good season. They had a playoff team. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Like they shared the title. They went five, they went four and one in the in the gold, but they've only made the playoffs because I don't count last year uh, twice since two thousand three. Like, come on. Yeah, it, it, it's been a struggle. And just watching what the Big Reds were able to do against Tower, who who going into that game, I didn't think Tower was a bad team, and I still don't think Tower is a bad team. But the the, the Big Reds have just so much talent, and I, I, and I, I know they're young, so they, they will make mistakes uh, this year, but they are so exciting to watch. And, and like I said, I think I said it on the last podcast that – Holler, Moe's, Ashford, anytime the ball is in their hands, they can go all the way. Mm-hmm. Like, they're that explosive. You could be in a ball game where nothing has happened for you all night long, and all of a sudden, bang, there's an 80-yard run by somebody or an 80-yard catch, and it's a touchdown and everything changes. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have home run ability – on any play. Yeah. But, so, uh, yeah, they've yeah. got guys standing in scoring position at the line of scrimmage. But, yeah, it's <laughs> – it's uh, at Sterling Heights is uh, doesn't move the needle too much for me because if Port here on high is what we think they are, they'll handle them like they did Tower. But then they go to Frazier next week, and Frazier has Port here on Northern this week. That's a game that I think is as close to a coin flip as possible. I mean – Okay, they put 60 up on Cosno. Woo, congratulations, you showed up to the game. And they beat Holly. I have no idea if Holly's good, bad, and different state championship or they're going to struggle to win a game. No clue. Yeah, that's, that's the, uh, the thing about it for me is gauging what, like, in talking to Larry Rollins, I think he feels like them and Frazier are very similar. Frazier will run the spread. They run a similar defensive style. Um, they had a tremendous game with them last year at Frazier. Yeah, it went to overtime. 20, 24-21 in, in overtime. Uh, Frazier was a team that in week one last year 
got embarrassed by Port Huron High, and I thought, wow, it's going to be a long year at Frazier. The Big Reds put 51 up on them basically in the first half. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, and so it, it was ugly. But they got better as the year went on, and they played competitive football uh, as the year went on. And you didn't know if that was going to carry over into this season, but obviously, at least for two weeks, it seems to have carried over into this season. Yeah, and combined, they have given up 19 points. Dennis, you might have like a 14 to 10 game. That might be the final score, 14, 13. I bet you, I bet you this game comes down to a kick or a play from inside the 20 yard line. I had. To I look- would be shocked if someone won this game by more than 10 points. Yeah, I think this is going to be a nail biter. Uh, I just looking. Holly's one and one this year. They beat Avondale 23-0 last week, but they went 1-6 and six last year, and the two years prior to that, they were 3-6. and six. Um, So 2017 was the last time they had a winning season, and they went 5-4. and four. Yeah, they play some tough teams, though, like Fenton and Flushing and Schwartz Creek. Like, those aren't – that's not an easy slate of games because, uh, what, they're in the Flint Metro League? Yeah. Yeah. Linden's in that league, Kersley. Yeah, those aren't – that's, that's, that's Brandon. One, that's one of the tough, is on their tougher set of games. But anyway, yeah, you're on the call for this one. And, Dennis, I'm kind of jealous because I think on paper you have the closest game. Like if there were spreads for games, this one would be no more than a field goal either way. Yeah, I think that's a, a fair assessment. And here's the too, thing. Like, I think if a team gets to 21 points, they are winning this ball game. Because last year, it took overtime to someone to get past 21. I'm, I'm looking at, like, I know I just did an 8-6 Northern game. I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, a 10-7 game, 14-12 to 12 or something like that. Um, but, but the key here for Northern is I'm not worried about their defense. I think their defense uh, is, is really strong, and they'll do the job. They'll give the Huskies a chance to win this game at home. Um, the question is, is what Northern offense shows up? The one that scored 35 points against uh, uh, Marysville uh, and were finishing drives with touchdowns or the team that didn't score a touchdown last week even though they had tremendous field and, and, position and here's the all thing game long. That sucks about playing defense and the stats is, you, let's say you play 65 snaps. You could have 60 really, really good snaps and your defense plays well you play bad for five snaps you give up four touchdowns and you give up 28 points you're like oh well the defense didn't play well like it's hard it's really hard to hold a team to six points through an entire game and again a holding call away from being one and one but I just, I don't know. I, I, I like the Huskies at home. Going to be uh, some emotional stuff, too, because uh, Saturday is 9-11. Mm-hmm. And uh, on uh, Friday night at the uh, stadium at halftime, they're going to be uh, doing uh, something for uh, first responders and firefighters. And they've invited even folks from Frazier to come up, and they'll get into the game for free. Um, and uh, uh, Jason Kasparian is hoping that they get a big turnout for this and have a long halftime honoring people. That's, uh, that's really cool to see. And to hear about. So I just, I don't know. And maybe maybe I'm a little biased too because I feel like I'm good luck. Huskies are 2-0 and and I am there at the stadium and they're at the stadium. And I do. I factor the fact that this game's at Memorial Stadium instead of down at Frazier 
that that is an advantage for the Huskies. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I don't often like, – like in high school sports, home field advantage sometimes doesn't mean – Right. Diddly dinky do. Marine City, will, Marine City will play in a parking lot. Yeah, but Marine City, East China is a tough place to play. <laughs> yes. Memorial's a tough place it's to play. It's a tough place to, to play. So I just, uh, like, I know that the, the Husky offense had a bad week last week, but I just, I feel confident that they can win this uh, football game over Frazier. But I'm with you. It, it might be whoever's got the ball last has the chance to win the game. Honestly, might be a defensive touchdown, might be a special team score. Like someone might have to return a kick, someone might have to scoop and score, and that, that might end up being the difference. Yeah. I'm not expecting a high-scoring game. I'm not looking for Frazier to put up 60 points like they did last no. week against Cousino. No, not at all. I don't think we'll have 60 points total scored in this game. No, 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 no. So, uh, just uh, real quick, uh, Anchor Bay plays uh, Mott. Anchor Bay's one and one. They won big in week one. They lost big in week two, but they played Dakota in week mm-hmm. two. I still think Anchor Bay's a pretty good team. Uh, and uh, New Haven's at Lincoln, and New Haven trying to snap that long losing streak. And uh, actually, Lincoln's been getting kicked around a little bit here. Yeah, to start they the season scored. Two. No, yeah, they scored six uh, points yeah, against Algonac. Yeah, but Algonac beat them, and then Hazel Park shut them out. So. We'll, uh, we'll Winnable game for the Rockets. Let's hope so. We got uh, we got a, a nice uh, story with the the Memphis win mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 drive. Is yeah, I didn't realize it. it was like a twenty four play eighty yard drive that led to the field goal. They got the ball with like nine minutes left. It was like Michigan State when they won the Big Ten championship game against Iowa. Like holy hell, that's what that's a heck of a drive. That's hard to do. At any level. Yeah. Yeah. A 24-play drive? That's some service academy stuff right there. <laughs> That's wishbone. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, okay, three and a half yards, three and a half yards, three and a half yards, fourth and inches, QB sneak first down. Three yeah. and a half yards, three and a half yards, three and a half yards, QB sneak first down. That, it's the, when, when I heard that, I like, that's pretty impressive. Yes. So that, that kind of made it all the more better. All right. We'll, uh, we'll head out into the BWAC and uh, up into the thumb in our next uh, segment. And don't forget, we got the picks at the end of the uh, show. Denny White is going to join us for that. The venerable one will be here. Yes. Gracing the studios. We are blessed to be in his presence. <laughs> but we won't tell him that. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union, real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Looking for that perfect first vehicle for your kid's sweet 16? Maybe you just want a quality vehicle at a fair price. Whatever your needs are, Jepson Car Company will take care of you. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson has a wide variety of pre-owned vehicles that can fit your budget. With a great selection for first-time car buyers, check out their website at jepsoncarco.com. That's J-E-P-S-O-N-C-A-R-C-O.com. Or give them a call at 810-662-3048 to find the perfect ride. We welcome you to make Port Huron Schools your district of choice. Your child will experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region at Port Huron Schools. We specialize in providing personalized success for all students because each Port Huron Schools journey is unique and special. This year, more than ever, we truly appreciate our families and would like to thank them for their continued support. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Magnet International is North America's largest auto supplier and now calls the Blue Water area home. Our new plant, located on Range Road in St. Clair, will have great opportunities for all members of the community. Named to Fortune Magazine's World Most Admired Companies two years in a row, Magna offers many different career opportunities. Wages start from $17 and up. Go to magna.com forward slash careers to apply today. Again, magna.com forward slash careers to join our team and create the future of mobility together. 
If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Uh, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast continues as we roll into the B-Wacky games uh, this week. Uh, and we'll start uh, with uh, Crosslex hosting Yale Big rivalry game, but maybe another big discrepancy this year between these two teams. Yeah, Yale, I mean, they got the nice win week one, but I know that, I mean, with a little more uh, sizzle to this game than most years with uh, Coach Grunman over at Yale, the former Cross-Lex coach, you know you know, this one is going to be uh, emotional. I don't want to say personal, but I think Cross-Lex, they're going to they're gonna be looking up to put big numbers that uh, – tomorrow night well I I just I I feel like you know there was so much hype and that's mostly our fault (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes but like uh you you feel like uh, I know the the Williamston game I mean Williamston's a great team uh and then last week they got the win against North Branch and 28 to 7 win against North Branch is not a slouch no but again that game was closer than 21 points like again there was a time late in the third quarter I was like oh no North Branch is gonna North Branch is gonna do this one they're gonna get it but it, but it's like I, I don't know may, maybe I tricked myself but I was just thinking in my head this year Crosslex is gonna average 40 points a game well like they're gonna have a year like like North Branch had last year where they were scoring 40 and 50 points regularly well they and have, that hasn't happened they yet. have Yale and they go to MLA City um, which, by the way, their schedule is weird. Four of their first five at home, and then they're, and then three of their last four on the road. Like, that's tough. Like, their road games at Almont, at Armada, at Garber. Jeez. Talk about a tough uh, uh, road slate for you. And then at MLA City, which Pickle Land is a tough place to play. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I think Yale's a, a program that, you know, they're bouncing back from an Ofer year. And I don't think that they're winning week one's going to be their only one, but I don't think they're gonna, they're not going to get week or win two here in week three. Yeah, no, like these, uh, I, they get Richmond at home. I think that's important. Um, hard to say what's going to happen at Elmont. I hope by week six, I know what's going to happen at Elmont, or at least have mm-hmm. a, a grip on what's going to happen. Uh, and week eight at Armada, that. May yeah. or may not. That might. But by that time, we might be circling well, that game as wow, or we might be talking about it like just as any other. Well, game. let's uh, let's use that to go to the Armada game. They go to North Branch. By the way, the the inverse of Cross Lex at Clawson at Algonac at North Branch to start the year. Sheesh. Um, but they they go to North Branch, and these next two games will tell you what Armada is. Uh, North Branch is a team that. Look, offensively, at least against Crosslex, they struggled to sustain drives. Like, their, their one touchdown drive came because they hit a 65-yard run that got them first and goal, and they capitalized on third and goal on that drive. The other one, they, they, they would get a few first downs. Here's the thing, like we talked about with Marine City Marysville. It's hard to go 80 yards, especially when you're not getting huge chunk plays. And that's what happened in North Branch. They had a few drives where they got first downs, got first downs, got first downs, got first downs. Well, uh, they started deep in their own territory. And next thing you know, they're only at like the 40 or the one case like the 20. And then they throw interceptions because 
it's hard not to make mistakes, and that's, again, why that Memphis drive was so impressive. But if, if Armada can do that, they haven't given up a point. Granted, Clawson and Algonac, probably two of the easier games on their schedule. But if you look at when Armada started off hot before, it hasn't been this dominant. Like, I know you talk about how in years past, you're like, oh, well, Armada will get off to a hot start, then fizzle out. I don't know about Armada this year. I mean, going up to North Branch, if they win this game, I think they can legitimately say they have a chance to win a BWAC title. Well, uh, again, I, th- here's the thing. This game might be lower scoring than the Northern Fraser game, and, and it won't be because there isn't offense. Mm-hmm. Both of these teams might rush for 300 yards this week, but because every drive takes half the quarter, you know, it, it might only be a 21-20 football game. And, and that might be the difference. Uh, a missed extra point might decide this game. Yeah, and Armada has, hasn't put up points like they have to start this year in a long time. Like last year, 24-23, they beat Richmond. Uh, they, they put up 40 on Yale. That's the most they scored last year. Uh, the most they scored the year before that was 41 against Marlette and Yale. Uh, in 2018, they didn't put up more than like 21 points in a game. This has been the best Ar- 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 Armada offense in a long time. And that's something we haven't seen. Like, when was the last time Armada won two straight games that combined 85 to nothing? Yeah, that's not one that jumps out into my mind. That like, I'm trying to look through the history books right here to find their, their best start. I mean, they put up 41 on Clawson in 2014 in week one and then lost the next week to Crosslex 27-21. Offensively, that's been their best start since 2011 when they put up 41 on Memphis and 44 on Algonac. They started uh, 3-0 and that year and finished the season 5-4. and And the thing is, is I know Kyle Conan has scored six touchdowns in the first two weeks, but if you're going to think, oh, they just have to take him away, Vincent Fodell is their speed back. Okay, Conan is their run-it-down-your-throat back, and then they, for a change-up, they give it to Fodell, and he's their sprinter. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got they've got a nice combo. They they have more weapons than just Conan. Yeah, but that that's their main guy. And Armada's when you saw them, their philosophy is until you stop us, we're running it right at you. Yeah, I think the term you used when we talked off the air is kitchen sink up the middle. Yeah, well, yeah, it's it's uh, the student body up the middle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, and again, uh, does like. Again, I don't think North Branch is bad. No. I don't. But do they have enough weapons? Do they have uh, the size to match Armada trying to be physical with them? And I, do they have the depth? Because I know they have guys playing both ways. Um, you saw Crosslex, the first two drives, had success going with a heavier package against North Branch. Armada's got size, and... They're going to try to grind it out, play that Brett Bielema-style Big Ten football. But again, you, you get the, 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 the factor at North Branch. You know they're going to have a good game plan. Yes. You know they're going to be well coached, and you know they're going to try to limit their mistakes and you know and they probably had what a, they do. Oh, uh, a not fun week at practice after losing to Cross-Lex. Yeah, that's, so. that's probably for sure as well. So that's an interesting game. Uh, what do you make of Elmont Imlay City? I think this is a game that Elmont should win. Again, I, I think I talked about it last podcast. MLA City, they played well defensively. They played hard. 
but it's hard to replicate six change of possessions. You had the muff punt. You had two bad snaps. You had the interception. You had the arm punt, which was an interception, but acted as a punt. And then you had the fumble uh, on a QB keeper for Richmond. That is hard to stop. And a lot of their offensive success, and maybe this is more a credit to Richmond's defense than it is uh, a a knock on MLA City, but a lot of their offense moved on penalties. Richmond hurt themselves a ton in that game. Maybe it's just because Richmond's so good that's the way that you have to move the ball against them. But I just don't see a way you can you can bounce back from that and you can continue that uh, that success. I think Almont is kind of going. Why are you talking about Croslex? Why are you talking about Richmond? Why are you talking about Armada? It's us. Hey, who was the last BWAC team to be in a state title game? Hey, it's us. Don't forget about us just because we had one down year. And that's kind of maybe shame on us for doing that. Well, I just – because I'm here through two weeks, I still don't know what Elmont is. I, I'm actually more impressed that they only lost 25 nothing at Monroe, Monroe St. Mary's than I am about them beating Yale by 36. Yeah, like uh, I, which I, by the way, they went uh, St. Mary's went and played Gross Eel and beat them forty-one to six. Yeah, so I mean, like, I actually think their better game or their more impressive game is the game they lost by twenty-five points. Um, and it, and and I just don't I don't know where to put them. I think that they're probably better than Emily City. Uh, and they are playing at home. But I also they're, – they're kind of like maybe like the Big Reds where they're young. So they're, you're going to see where that's going to factor in too later in the season when they have to go to North Branch, mm-hmm. when they have Croslex, when they have Armada, and when they're at Richmond all in a row. Yeah. Yes. That, that, that's the make or break part of Almont's uh, season because uh, I expect them to be 3-1 and one when they go to North Branch – on the 24th of September. North Branch is going to have a uh, an interesting slate of games. Armada, Almont, and Richmond. All like Those are three I, right now coin flip games for me. Actually, at uh, Richmond, I'm giving, the fa- I'm giving the edge to the Blue Devils. I mean, that's already week seven. But North Branch is going to have to fight if they want to get into the playoffs. Just because I think Armada's better than we gave them credit for and Richmond's better than we gave them credit for. And Almont might be better than we gave them credit yeah. for. Like, and Cross... And, and Emily City is that... that they're going to beat someone. Yeah, they're going to beat somebody that, they're, that, they're, that we're not expecting them to beat. Yeah. So, all right, what's the last one? Algonac plays Richmond. Uh... You know what? The Muskrats did get a like Yale got a nice win week one, but Armada they were only down to Armada I think nine nothing at the half, and then Armada just wore him down. Richmond can wear him down. I don't think you can stop Denny Saligan. I don't think you can stop Jackson Jones. Um, I think that defense, whether it's Denipol or Peters, who had like twenty tackles, including like what three or four for a loss. Um, I don't think you can stop that I just think the Blue Devils have it going right now and they're going to be a little upset from their performance last I was going to say they've got to clean up their game they, the turnovers and the penalties can't happen uh, and this is a good week to try to correct that mm-hmm. um, the other thing is is don't look past this game because the Armada game is next well their and next two games are at rivalry. Armada at Cross-Lex. yeah so um, but you, you can't focus on the fact that you you're going to Armada the next week a, a big mm-hmm. rival 
uh, territorially and that. And then, of course, what happened in last year's game, um, you know, Richmond wants revenge. Uh, I'm not calling this a trap game because I think Richmond's going to take care of business. But you've got to be focused, and and they've got to do better things because you turn the ball over like that against Armada, Crosslex, North Branch, Almont, you're not going to get out of there with a win. No, you will not. All right, uh, moving up into the uh, thumb, into the uh, GTC uh, East this week. Uh, you got Ubley Marlette, uh, two teams that uh, right now are both 1-0 in league. Yes. Um, and, uh, oh, no, Ubley's. Or up, uh, this is Ubley's first, yeah. first game. Sorry, I was looking at Harbor Beach there. Um, but you, you, you've got this new energy in Marlette they're they're throwing the ball all over the place they got a win over Sandusky which hasn't happened a lot for them and they've dominated Sandusky they'll probably think they should have beat Reese if they didn't have Armageddon happen turnover wise yeah uh, but but Ubley's been Ubley so far and they've actually played uh, two solid programs and come away with two impressive wins yeah yeah uh but I think Ubley I don't know. They just seem like a team on a mission, and I don't. And I don't think uh, Marlette's going to be the team to stop them. I think this will be a better game than it has been in years' chance, and I think they have. And Marlette has a better chance to win than they've had in years past. But Ubley just seems bound and determined because their two wins came over programs that, even when they're down, they're still playoff teams. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Har- Harbor Beach uh, bounced back from a week one loss. With a, a 54 to eight win over KPAC, they're going to play Brown City this week, and Harbor Beach is probably going to put up big numbers again, like they did last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about Memphis going for back-to-back wins? It might be possible. Yeah, uh, Vassar is they're one and one. Yeah, it, but they beat Lake, Otisville, Lakeville, or who's not good. I don't. Yeah, think. they've won one game since uh, 2017. And uh, they lost forty-four to nothing to Reese. Could Memphis go back to back? They have a chance. I mean, hey, it's on they, the... They've got to be feeling good. Yes, and they've and they've played. Their loss was a close loss. Yeah, they they lost uh, by eight to to Bentley, twenty-one thirteen. So one possession game there. They get the big win over Brown City, twenty-three twenty. They're at Vassar this week. Winnable game. Uh, K-Pack at home the following week. Uh, winnable game. Winnable game. Uh, and then, of course, you, you get Ubley, Marlette, Harbor Beach, uh, Sandusky <laughs> right in a row, and then close with Melvindale Tech, who I know nothing about. But, Melvindale um, Tech, that's a school. Just just talking about the, the, the in the next two games, uh, what's the feeling going to be at Memphis if they open the season 3-1? and one? What? They were eight. They were chance. What if they were four and zero? Like that. That's a real possibility. Yeah. If they were able to get Bentley, but let's not put the cart before the horse. They have Vassar first. Um, hopefully Memphis can win. I think we're all Yellow Jacket fans here on this show. Yeah. Uh, and Sandusky KPAC is the other game. Uh, the the league game uh, there. Um, Sandusky's zero and two. I think they've played a, a tough schedule with Nouvelle and Marlette. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were on the road the first two weeks. KPAC got the shutout win in week one against New Haven, and then Harbor Beach took it to them last week. And they're on the road, I believe, for the first time this season. So Yeah. But that's, you know, in years past, you're like, oh, win, win weeks that night for Sandusky. Mm. Might not be the case this year. This might be a competitive game. Yeah. Very well could be. And then did you mention Harbor Beach, Brown City? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Harbor Beach. Yeah, is, yeah. That, that Brown City's down. Yeah. Uh, and then on Saturday, you've got uh, Cardinal Mooney playing Gross Point uh, Liggett. 
and I think this is going to be a fun game. Excited yeah, that they're that making we got their it on debut. The schedule. Making their debut the first of four. Play on Saturdays more often or on Thursdays, and uh, we'll be able to get out to you. Yeah. But, um, yeah, the, the, the Cardinals have been dominant defensively. Uh, Hazen Later has been putting up seemingly all their touchdowns. Mooney stock is rising and fast. Um, the, they, they've got uh, a, a quarterback that can throw it a little bit. Mm -hmm. uh, there's, I don't know how Trent Rice will be used, but add him to the mix now at mm -hmm. uh, at Mooney. Fifty nine to seven, they've outscored their first two opponents, and they were thirty seven seconds away from having two straight shutouts to start the uh, the season. Uh, and the book on Liggett is they throw. Have fun with that. Maybe you'll get a Lincoln game like I had last year. <laughs> five, five wides, and they throw their quarterback as a transfer from De La Salle, and I was told he's 6'5". Jeez. Yeah, their home opener against Liggett. I think, uh, I think this will be a fun one. I think, I'm excited that you get to see this in person. Uh, this, this might be one of those games where last team with the ball, again, has the chance to win the game. Well, I think uh, – we, we are going we're gonna to go head-to-head -head and see, figure out who's going to be right about these games because we have the picks coming up next. Denny White's coming in because, well, everyone we wanted from Marine City and Marysville is either coaching or teaching. And, and uh, last year we were lucky because they were so virtual. We could get them. <laughs> this year, not so much. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Denny White coming up, uh, and he's always a fun time on the podcast. And just uh, real quick here, uh, there's actually a game tonight. Merritt plays at Burton Atherton in eight-man um, the game's on Friday. Akron Fairgrove at CPS. Normally That's a winnable game this, for CPS. But, you know, Akron, I'm looking at Akron, what Akron Fairgrove's doing, too. Like, both these teams seem improved this year. Yeah. So, it's actually, that should be a fun game. Peck's at Hale. I don't know what Hale is, but Peck rolled last week, and they're off to a good start. Mm -hmm. And Deckerville and uh, Genesee is the other game. And uh, Genesee has had uh, – Two games this year where they're probably the underdog going in, and they've won them both, one by four points, one by six points, and both not were doing it against high scoring. They're games. not doing it against Deckerville. Nah, like you said, one of the rules always pick Marine City, always pick Deckerville. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's what's going on, and what's going on next is we've pulled ten games out of the mix, and uh, we'll do our picks with uh, Denny White in just a moment here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back to the get the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Jeez, we're off to a rip-roaring start. Let's just hit it. We have Denny White in for the picks because we did not plan well enough to get someone from Marine City or Marysville. Dennis, just hit the open. Amari Holler is into the end 
zone for a big red touchdown. 75 yards on the scamper. Foot race, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. There's the nail in the coffin. Townsend puts an exclamation point on this game. Do you play in the NFL? What's longer, a half or five-eighths? Or... What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Denny Saligan, 61 yards. Steinhauer into the end zone, touchdown, PHN. So on the record, I'm the only one that took Northern. It's announced my presence with authority. I'm not sure what. It's not my presence with authority. Going to hand it off to Tyler. Tyler plows through into the end zone for a Mariner touchdown. I think it's going to be a great, great game. Croslock slide by Townsend. Slanik duo late, get a touchdown. One's going to catch Logan Ellis. Touchdown, Saints. None of his teammates came to the poor guy's birthday party, Sonny. Poor Bo Callahan. Anyway, joined by the wise one from St. Clair, last year's guest picks champion, oh, the revered Denny White. (laughs) Denny. Thank you for coming in on such short notice. Well, I appreciate the offer of being here, but now I see that I'm like the 10th pick, and I figured <laughs> I, I figured after last year you wouldn't even bother to invite me back because you were too embarrassed. But no. You know what? We need revenge. Everybody's teaching. What is this all about? I know. Last year everyone was virtual at this time or, like, was only in school for a half day so we could work around them. Like, we had, like, a, na- a list of a bunch of people we wanted from both Marine City and Marysville, which – Anyone from Marine City, it seems like that would have been good for the picks, is coaching, and everyone from Marysville's teaching. What is this? And you people with your priorities. I didn't come <laughs> here to play school. Anyway, let's get to it. We have the picks. I have a one-game lead over the guests, and Dennis is going to try to hold on to that as long as I can. Lance Campbell, he was 7-3 and three last week, right? Yes, he was. So uh, the guests, Lance Campbell, 7-3, and three, Brady and I, both went eight and uh, two, so I had a nice bounce back week yes. after a disappointing week one where I had to fire my entire staff. Well, week <laughs> week one is always tough. <laughs> week three, we're, we're getting a little more into the weeds. Some teams I think I know more about, some teams I don't. Here's a game that's going to tell us a lot. As always, up in the thumb, the Bearcats of Ubley just look like a freight train. And is Marlette going to be the team to stop them? They bounce back with a nice win last week over Sandusky. The air raid up in the thumb. Denny White, oh, wise one, who wins this game? Is this baseball? No, it is not. <laughs> oh, oh. No, oh, no home well. runs, just touchdowns. Okay. Field uh, there's no question it's going to be ugly. Yeah, I like Marlette, um, but ugly seems like a team determined. It seems like Ford Field or bust for them, and I don't think Marlette's getting in the way. I think they're a nice team. I think they're a playoff team, but they're not beating up yeah, I think this is a, a turnaround uh, season for Marlette, but Ubley is, you know, it's it's always between Ubley and Harbor Beach who's going to win this league, and I think Ubley wants to be undefeated going into that game the following week against Beach, so Ubley wins this one. All right, making their debut on GetStuckOnSports.com, the 2-0 Cardinal Mooney Cardinals play host to Gross Point University Liggett. Dennis Stuckey, you're on the call. Pre-game at 12.40 on Saturday. Who wins this game at East China Stadium? You know, ignorance is bliss, and unfortunately I now know more about this game than I want to (laughs) because it was an easy pick before I knew what what was factoring in with both teams. But uh, um, my gut is telling me Mooney's going to be 3-0, but this game 
is one of those ones where you can pick up a coin and flip it. I think these two teams are pretty equal. So who's going to take it? Mooney. All right, there we go. Denny White. Mooney. I, uh, well, I agree with the coin flip part, but I'm a teacher, therefore I don't have any coins. So I'll go, <laughs> I'll go, along, with, I'll go along with Dennis. I'll, uh, I'll say Mooney. <laughs> it, Mooney. Brady's having a tough day. Mooney <laughs> by more than what you think, Dennis. They'll win uh, 35-14. You, like, I hope you're right. Yeah, Hazen Lader's going to have, like, four more touchdowns. It seems like he's good for that. All right, into the BWAC, a rivalry game and a personal one at that. Yale, off a tough loss at home against Elmont, going to travel east to take on the Pioneers of Croslex, fresh off a win over North Branch. I'll start us off here. Croslex wants a statement game. I don't think they felt they played their best game against North Branch, especially in the first half. They're putting up big numbers. Going to be a long night for the Bulldogs. Cross-Lex in running time. Dennis Stuckey. Can't believe you didn't take Yale. He took them last week. Yeah, I learned my lesson. Jeez. <laughs> Almont, <laughs> Almont was not happy with me. I could not have been more wrong yeah. on a pick. I, I'm still waiting to uh, to see all of the – not that Cross-Lex has been bad, but I want Thunder, and we're going to get Thunder – at least for one half in this game, Crosslex wins. Oh, wise one. Uh, it, absolutely. I agree with Dennis again. All right. See, the, that's why he's the wise one. That's right. <laughs> that's right. He agreed with me, too. That doesn't count. Anyway, staying in the BWAC, the Muskrats go to Richmond and the turf field. The 2-0 Richmond Blue Devils. Blue Devils struggled a little last week against an MLA City team. Had six total turnovers. Denny White. Do the Muskrats pull off an upset in Blue Devil land? No, no, no. They, they, the, the Blue Devils learned from last week. They have to pay attention to each game one at a time. Uh, too much Denny Saligan, Blue Devils win. Yeah, Denny Saligan, Jackson Jones. I think Jake Morgan will figure it out a little bit. He's a young guy taking his bumps at quarterback. And that defense is just so tough. They only gave up the two touchdowns. And a lot of it was their own mistakes and penalties. They didn't give up long, sustained drives to MLA City. I think Richmond comes back in a big way. 350-plus rushing yards for Richmond. Dennis, any, any disagreement? No, uh, Richmond is probably not happy with their performance, uh, and this is a game where they can make up for it. Uh, Richmond wins. Against the formerly third-ranked. Algonac Muskrats in Division <laughs> 6. Thank you, Mick McCabe. All right, going to stay, going out to Almont. I think this might be the most telling game of the BWAC slate. The MLA City Spartans at 0-2, but a much improved team from Week 1 to Week 2, go on to take the 1-1 one one Almont Raiders. Dennis Stuckey, can, Al can MLA City continue the momentum? Or is Almont going to stop them right in their tracks and show they're a top BWAC team? This, this, is, uh, this is a game where you look at everything and you talk yourself into stuff and you talk yourself out of stuff. Uh, but what it ultimately is going to boil down to me, and I, this is kind of a cop-out, if the game's in Imlay City, I'm picking the Spartans. The game's in Almont, I'm picking the Raiders. All right. A man that remembers when Imlay City was fountain and when pickles were invented, Denny White. <laughs> Came in in a covered wagon, didn't he? Yes, absolutely. Uh, just happy to be here. Um, but uh, no, it's Elmont. It's Elmont. I think I think Emily City 
is still stinging from what they thought was their chance against Richmond last week. Yeah, I don't mean to make this a boring first half of the picks, but MLA City, yeah, they, they got a he's, – he's, <laughs> he's waiting to see what I do so he can keep his one-game lead. He is. Okay, anyway, MLA City, I talked about it last show. They had a lot of turnover luck, and that's hard to sustain week to week. You don't get six turnovers every single week to take advantage of. I think Almont says, hey, don't forget about us. We had one bad year last year. We're still one of the big boys in the BWAC. Speaking of the BWAC, and I think maybe the toughest game to pick on the docket this week, Armada goes up to North Branch. The Tigers, 2-0, have yet to give up a single point, taking on a North Branch team that struggled to score against Crosslex. Since Dennis is complaining, I will go first. And I've gone back and forth on this one all week, and this is kind of a snap decision right now. Give me Armada, and I think this is a good year for them. There might be two forward passes thrown in this entire game, but I'm just I'm going to buy into the Armada hype. I might have egg on my face after this. I know you, you shouldn't bet against Furman because he has a track record of winning. It's at North Branch. There's something different about this Armada team. Dennis Stuckey, what do you think? Well, this is where we find out who, who the uh, real teams are and who the pretenders are. Um, I I like the way Armada has played. Uh, I don't think, though, that they've had competition like North Branch had last week at Cross-Lex. The game's at North Branch. There's a lot of reasons to lean the Broncos' way, and yet here I am. I've got Armada circled here because I've seen them play, and I liked the way they play. I like what they do. They say, we're big, and we can run between the tackles. Here we come. All right, to the man that was there when the forward pass was invented, Denny White. I was White. going to say, this is unique to me. Um, <laughs> this game will be will take yeah. an hour to play. Yeah, we, yes. Um, I, I, I hate to agree with Dennis again, but, but I, think, I, I think when you get last week's game between North Branch and Croslex were so big emotionally, mm-hmm. and they got beat, did not play like they wanted to play. I think they're still down. Even though it's at North Branch, I'll take Armada. I'll be honest. I did not expect a clean sweep from Armada. I thought I was going against the grain with no, this No, I, I thought you were going to take North Branch. I really did. I, I like them. It's just, I don't know. I haven't seen uh, Armada play, but we talk about how much they run. They and haven't just, given up a point. And just jumping back real quick, I wish I would have taken Emily City, be, uh, and I wish you would have picked first in that game. Because every time you do an Emily City game, God, whoever if, you pick loses the game. And so now, hey, I think I'm back to 500 with Emily <laughs> City picks after last week. All right, now moving on to the MAC, the St. Clair Fighting Denny Whites go to Roseville to take on the Panthers and the proverbial MAC Gold favorite, Dennis Stuckey. You did this game a year ago. Roseville put up a lot of points. They have some college athletes on their team. Tall task for St. Clair. Are they up to the task? Yeah, I I was at a Northern practice this week talking to the defensive coordinator there who caught some of the Roseville-Lance Cruz game because they were scouting Lance Mm. Cruz. Uh, And he said, Roseville is even bigger and faster. So Uh I'm picking the Panthers. All right, Denny White, your turn. Uh, Normally, you know that I would pick St. Clair. But since this is a competitive situation with Brady, 
uh, I'll take Roseville. All right, have fun on school on uh, on Friday. Yeah, but you, you just got your covered wagon egged. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that'll be a first. Yeah, I think St. Clair had a really nice bounce back week, but Rose, Roseville's just, I think, too good. I think they would be the favorite in the MAC blue if they played up there. Uh, give me Roseville. I just think they're a they're a really solid team. All right. Dennis, you're going to start us off with this one. The Big Reds of Port here on high travel down 94 to take on the Stallions of Sterling Heights, a team that, well, about 10 years ago, this was a much more interesting game. This year, I think the Big Reds are the favorite, but what does Dennis Stuckey think? Well, Sterling Heights, very consistent. They've lost each of their games 22-8 to this year. <laughs> the score will not be 22-8. to Big Reds will win 44-8. to I'm um, going with PH. Danny White. I will go with PH in a runaway. Yeah, great and glorious. They'll be victorious is, I believe, <laughs> the words they use over there when the band plays. Give me the big reds, running time. Amari Holler, like four total touchdowns in some order. All right, now to the game that Dennis Stuckey will be on the call for. The Ramblers of Frazier coming in 2-0, and they're going to take on the Port Huron Northern Huskies that have given up just six points in two games. Unfortunately for Northern, only scored eight points in their last game and, yeah, didn't put up a touchdown. Denny White, can Northern figure out their offense or does Frazier come in and kind of slow down the Husky train? I think Northern was stunned by what they did against East Point and uh, they won't let that simmer. They've corrected all of those mistakes, so I got Northern. <sighs> I will go before Dennis does because this is another game that I flipped back and forth on all week long. I, Northern's offense scares me, only putting up eight points. And again, I think East Point is much better than I've given them credit for, so every Shamrock fan can write an angry letter to me. <laughs> um, I think Northern is going to stumble just a bit. I think they they lose a tight one. It's going to be a three points or less game, but the Ramblers are going to escape Memorial Stadium with a win and, and maybe just knock Northern down just a little bit before their, their easier part of their schedule. Dennis Stuckey, you're on the call. What do you think you'll see Friday night? Um, I love Northern's defense, uh, and that might be the difference in this football game. Uh, and their defense means the Huskies don't have to score a lot of points, and I expect a better offensive showing from Northern this week than we got last week. I'm going to say the Huskies win at home. I've been good luck for them all year uh, at Memorial have. Stadium, and I think it's going to be three in a row. Yeah, they're, they're third of four straight home games thanks to East Point having to flip. All right, now the coup de grace, the 76th meeting since records have been kept. The Marysville Vikings go down to East Denny's China Stadium. Denny's been there Stadium. for all 76. Yes, he has. Take on Marine City. He remembers when, the, well, it wasn't that long ago. He remembers when those games were played next to Marine City High School. I Actually, yeah. I played there, yes. Yes, you I did. Do. All right, we'll start with the Marysville football state champion in the room, Denny White. Who wins this game and why? Uh, Marine City, just because they are too good. They're, they're too solid. They're too consistent. Uh, they're exceptionally well coached. Football is their sport, and they take great pride in that Marine City. Dennis Stuckey. Yeah, I think Marysville will give a better showing than a lot of people are thinking, but Marine City, until somebody beats them, I'm a Mariner fan. <laughs> I'm on the bandwagon. Yeah, uh, I'll be on the call for this one. Pre-game is 6 
about 6.35 on GetStuckOnSports.com stream two. It's, yeah, I, I, I think Marysville, like you said, I don't think this is going to be a route. I think the Vikings, one thing when I talk to Coach Derek Meyer that I really like is he's trying to strip down this perception of, well, it's Marine City, it's Marine City, and that mental barrier. And I think last year went a big way. You remember that first play fumble, second play touchdown. Marine City didn't recover from that until like the third quarter, and they escaped one with their lives last year. But this one, I think uh, Marine City keeps them at arm's length the whole time. There's just too many weapons to stop. Wyatt Walker and Charles Tiger tackle everything, not to mention guys like Daniel Zwangev. He's popped up and been a really nice defensive lineman. Give me Marine City as much as I would like to see my alma mater win. I know Marine City is probably one of the five best teams in Division Five. So it comes down to Northern Frazier this week. That's the only game where we have any difference amongst the panel. Which is kind of weird because there are some games that I think are legitimate toss-ups. MLA City at Almont is very interesting. And Armada North Branch, I really thought we were going to get a split decision on that one. And I thought I was going to be the lone one taking the Tigers. Yeah, I I look at that one. I look at the Mooney-Liggett game as another one that's uh, going to be uh, uh, really close. Uh, and we'll see. I think Frazier Northern is also a game that's up for grabs. Yeah, I think Frazier Northern's the closest. The only one, because it's the favorites on the road, Ubley Marlette. We all picked Sandusky last week, and Marlette just stomped them. I don't know, but hopefully um, hopefully we get some close games. I think we'll have a lot of them. I was just surprised we were all kind of – in sync with all of them except for one. I, I think with that ugly Marlette game, Marlette can score, but Ubley can score, and that's the difference. Sandusky struggled to score this year, um, and I don't think uh, – I think uh, Marlette scored 36 last mm-hmm. week. They might have to score 56 to beat Ubley. Yeah. yeah so th- those were the picks. Thanks for uh, joining us, O Wise One. Matt Sheehan had no idea what he created when he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> or what he was talking about. <laughs> He should have won a Pulitzer for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, why do you think he's he's over in East Lansing yeah, now yeah. doing all the stuff for Michigan State? <laughs> so he obviously saw something in you. I don't know what to tell you. Might need some glasses, but. He's, he said there was potential in that guy. That's yeah. Right. Yes, if he sticks with it, yeah. Now yeah. if you could just teach your kids to keep their hats on when they throw the ball. <laughs> he graduated. <laughs> Yeah, you, you, you're not the coach anymore. You can say. I did say. Yeah, you, can, you, can, you can talk. I told the umpire. I have a nail. I don't know what you want me to do. Oh, that was the worst. Oh, that was, was the, the worst. I just sitting there, right there. I could hear the whole conversation. You might have been able to hear the conversation if you go back on the archive with, with Murkaw and his hat falling off. And it wasn't an issue until he had struck out like 10 of 13 uh-huh. bad. It yeah. wasn't an issue when he walked to and gave up a hit in the first inning. You know, it was perfectly fine then. But, but yeah, oh, all of a sudden he gets in a groove and he struck out like 10 in four innings. Oh, now the hat's an issue. That was only an issue in starting in the fifth inning. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, before we get Denny in any trouble, we should probably sign off. Well, you're okay. Way too late for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> our reactions uh, of the uh, games on uh, Saturday morning yeah. with our next uh, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. Thank you, Denny. You're welcome. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.